0: You are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barakat. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skin Care, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey guys, welcome back. It's your host, Kadeen Vedette Barakat. Oh, that's long. And you know what's so crazy? I never, ever use my middle name. Like when people will be like, hey, Vedette, can I talk to Vedette? I'm like, Vedette is the business. Kadeen is me. Let's keep the two separate. <laughs> so weird, I know. Today, I will be talking about being a solo esthetician. You know, a lot of um new and aspiring estheticians always ask, like, how did I go about being a solo esthetician? And honestly, I just took a leap of faith. I gave myself a chance. You know, I always had this vision of being an entrepreneur in the beauty industry. And I knew that God planted this vision and purpose in me, so i just dive right into it literally okay i didn't go looking for no job after i graduated from aesthetic school like that was never like my 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 vision for me you know i always believed that since god gave me this vision that i was gonna make him the focal of my business and the ceo so for me there was no choice, right? It was no choice but to win. And if it didn't work, I'll try another way and I'll keep trying until I succeeded. But it was no giving up, all right? And that's the mature, not mature, but that's the entrepreneur mentality that I want you to have, okay? I never desired to work for anyone, ever, you know? Honestly, I've never even had a job. I, I was like a model, like I mentioned in the other episode, and I worked for my mom, at her colonic center, but that was it, you know? And it's not because like I wanted to be like this boss chick. Or my ego was too big and it wanted to take over. Nah, it was none of that. I just knew from, like, a young girl that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And it was so crazy. There's three things from a little girl. I even look back at, like, drawings and pictures from, like, when I was, like, a little girl. I might be, like, five, six years old. And everything that I wrote, I want to be a model, I want to have my own business, and I want to be married. Like, those are, like, the three things that I saw consistently... (laughs) when I was young and drawing things and looking back I'm like I can't believe like I was like thinking these things as like a little girl but um <laughs> but yeah solely yeah, from a young girl I always knew that this is what I wanted to do and I think that it's a blessing to know what you want to do from like such a young age you know but there's some people that don't know and it's okay don't beat yourself up but it is a blessing right? and um so my advice is that if you're struggling to find your purpose i'm a believer in christ so what i would say is to bring it to the lord i want you to pray on it i want you to fast on it i need you to be sensitive to his voice because i want you to get that divine confirmation that you you i emphasize know it because no one else has to understand your vision and your purpose because that's between you and the father okay so I just want you to keep that in mind because sometimes people say, oh, they don't have that support system from their family to friends. It's okay. They don't have to understand what God gave you the vision for and that fire for inside, you know? So like, like I was saying, um, I always model for my teen and even into my 20s. But when I turned 18 years old, I got into liquor promotion. So basically what liquor promotion is, I used to get hired for like, liquor companies for industry events, private events, and I also did a lot of like liquor tasting. And I was doing this for like really big brands, right? And it was very, very fun doing them. Very fun. But even though I was having fun doing it, sometimes it was hard for take, you know, to take like orders. And when I mean for orders, I mean like them telling you, like, oh, um, you could take your break at this time. You could use the restroom. Like, I had to ask to use the restroom, to take a break, to use my phone. I couldn't get caught on my phone texting, looking at my phone. And then sometimes, like, the people that they had in lead, like, in power for, like, certain events that was, like, over us, like, the managers, sometimes they were, like, a-holes. You know, and I knew for sure from back then that I was not working for anybody because I didn't like that treatment. Like I've talked to like people that work in corporate and certain jobs and they would tell me like they had to suck up certain things because it's like they don't want to lose their job. You know what I'm saying? I just never wanted to be in that position where I was like I needed someone. I needed a job. so I had to tolerate disrespect and just a lot of things. I don't know if that's just a virgo in me. I don't know. I mean, I am a Virgo. I'm I'm strong-minded. I'm a perfectionist. I'm independent. I'm a go-getter. I'm strong-minded. If I didn't say that already, <laughs> everything else, everything that people say about Virgos, you know, is that, I mean, could they say anything bad about Virgos? I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah. Um. But don't get me wrong. There are some pros and cons to being a solo esthetician and how I went about it. And I, one thing for sure, I had to figure things out on my own. So that may be a pro and a con, but I had to figure out everything on my own. I didn't work, like I said, anywhere. I didn't work at a spa. I didn't work at a dermatologist's office. I didn't work at a medical spa. Didn't work pretty much anywhere. So I didn't have the experience that other estheticians would have if they did. So I had to learn a lot of things and make a lot of mistakes. And boy, did I make some a few mistakes. I sure did. But in all reality, I run my business how I want to be treated. So if I was a guest or a client or an employee, I treat those individuals how I would want to be treated. So I hope that makes sense, right? Um, what else? Oh, one thing for sure, um, with Vidette Beauty and Skincare, from what I was told, we are known for being on time and being consistent. And I think that's really important because we respect people's time. So let's just say, right? You have a 9.15 a.m. appointment. Best to believe you are being seen at 9.15 a.m. Like, that's just how we are, and that's how I am. I respect people's time, okay? So, like, for me, right, if I have an appointment somewhere and I'm supposed to be seen at a certain time, if I have to wait five minutes, I'm like, um, what time is my appointment? I've been sitting here for, like, five minutes, and I'm going to be seen soon, and they're like, oh give us a few minutes oh we're a little behind peace i'm out literally i'm not like i'm not exaggerating like i'm not exaggerating because i feel like if you're gonna give me a time i should be seen at that time like what's the point of having a schedule (laughs) and having people book for something and you still have to wait that don't make sense to me because people accommodate i'm sorry people like you know schedule their day a certain way so if you know, you have to respect people's time. And that's why I am the way I am with my business. So for me, starting my business as a solo esthetician, there's a lot of risk that you take, right? Because you don't make, you don't really make any profit in the beginning. Let's be real, right? You don't make a lot of profit in the beginning. And that's for a few years it could take, okay? But that's okay because that's a part of the hustle, right? Right? That's the part about having faith, okay? So I had to learn and teach myself everything because I had no one to correct me, no one to guide me, no one to mentor me, (laughs) or to even tell me if I'm doing something incorrect. I've had to figure it out all on my own. So it is very scary, but challenging, and at the same time, rewarding, because I probably can toot my own horns. I used to be so shy and afraid to congratulate myself. One day, right, I had visited my friend's church. She invited me to her church. I've never been there before. Never met her pastor before. When I tell you guys, nothing. I don't even think she even mentioned that she was bringing a visitor with her. All I have to say is, pastor was preaching and all that on the stage. Why did pastor stop? on the stage, right in front of me and started prophesying over me. I don't remember verbatim what he said, but the, what stood out that he said to me was you young lady need to congratulate, congratulate yourself. You need to reward yourself. Stop being afraid to talk about the good that God has done in your life. You have to congratulate yourself, celebrate yourself. (laughs) Let me tell you, he didn't have to tell me that twice. But I looked at my friend, I was like, did you have a conversation with this pastor about me? And she sweared everything, she did not. And I was just like, wow, thank you, God. Thank you. Because I was that person, I would go in a room and wouldn't even talk about what I do. People had to pull my teeth to be like, what do you do? Tell me more. Like, they used to have to ask me to say more. And my friends would be in the room like, my friend has a home business. She do this, she do that. Hey, where's your business card? Give them your business card. And I'd be like, okay. But after talking to that pastor, not that I have to go brag about myself, because that's one thing about me, ladies and gentlemen, like I don't brag about myself. I'm that person. I just feel like if I say, for example, oh, I'm the best. I'm the prettiest. I'm the the, the most successful person. Like, Somebody could easily be like, you're not all that. You're not the prettiest. Someone has another business in whatever area, and they're doing 10 times better. They're you know, and I hate. To, I would hate to be that person to be belittled. Okay, so for me, you say I'm great. Thank you. You say my service was amazing. Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate that. But for me to be going around like, no, 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 we're we're the best. We have the best pills. We do the best facials. We have the best product. I mean, we do say we we sell the best of the best products, right? But it's not like oh, it's the best. I don't do that, and I do that because I'm humble. I'm very humble. And let me tell you, what God gives you, he can take it away. Okay. (laughs) So starting my business as a solo esthetician, I was living at home with my mom and I took 97% of my savings to fund my business. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And that may sound very scary to some, but you gotta do what you gotta do, right? You have to believe in yourself and know that this is what you're supposed to be doing and that God got you. That's it. And that's what kept me going. I just knew like, hey, God, like I'm putting my money in. I have faith that you're going to multiply this. You're going to triple this. Okay. (laughs) Hmm, God is good. So, yeah, I made a few mistakes and I'm going to tell you a few mistakes that I made and I hope that you don't make these mistakes and it will help you. So one of my biggest mistakes is that I did not have a good accountant from the beginning of my career. Uh, career. So some people will say like, oh, you know, my business is home-based. Oh, my business is not big enough yet. You have to act like your business is making a mil, like you just gotta act like your business is like doing doing it. Okay, like you are like on in Forbes. Okay, or on Forbes, whatever. So you can't think of your business as small. So, I need you to get an accountant, get your bookkeeper, whoever, get your books in order because my accountant has saved me. He has been the best thing the last two years I had him. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a business for 10 years. I just got a great accountant. <laughs> if you go back to my episode on how I became a statistician, I talk about that, I think, on there. So, for anyone that's in business and looking to start their own business, make sure you get yourself a good accountant and... The ones that has your best interest. Matter of fact, you need to listen to my last episode that's titled "How to Start a a Legit Business" because I go, I went through like three, I go through like different. Um, sorry, I talked about fifteen things that you need to have in order to have a successful legit business. So that's my first mistake, my. Next biggest mistake is I made, hmm, I used to overwork myself, okay, by long, I'm working long hours, not taking breaks, not, you know, putting myself last, clients first. I wore myself out because I wanted to please all my clients by accommodating everyone, even if that means me starting at 8 a.m., knowing that I start at 10 a.m., but let me tell you something. I would never, ever do that again. Never. Uh, and I mention this because I talked to other entrepreneurs and they tell me, like, I'm tired. I don't eat. Clients are late. They're going into my lunch break. I have headaches. Let me tell you, I've been through all of that. But you learn, right? So I don't want you guys to beat yourself up. You learn and you figure things out. So my next one, oh, and going back to that, my business, which I'm sure for you guys, is your baby. My business was my first baby. I treated it as such, right? So I didn't take vacations because I wanted to work, 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 work. And that's a bad way to think. I remember someone told me, (laughs) someone told me there is no award for the best overworked person. I'm going to repeat that there's no award for the best overworked person they didn't have to tell me that twice now i come first my health come first my family come first god come first i also remember taking um a training in boston with a master lash artist and she's like absolutely the bomb i adore this woman In her training, right, she said to us, if you are working nine to six or even nine to seven, Monday through Friday, and you're working on the weekends, and you're only making six figures, you are not making enough money. (laughs) So of course, I had to have like a deeper conversation with her about this because I'm like, what? So when I spoke to her, she told me, what is the point of working all long hours, not having no time for yourself, right? What's the point? How are you enjoying life? How are you enjoying your family? She was like, what is the point? And I was like, hmm. So when she said this to me, I was like, what? She was like, listen, I need you to end your days at 3 p.m. And I challenge you to take off the weekends and make the same amount of money. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I looked at her and I was like, yo, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy. But I took her advice. I mean, I didn't do that. But I, <laughs> I like... You know, I I appreciated her advice because I'm like, you know what? She's exemplifying that. Like she's a boss, you know, and she's very successful. She was like only 30 years old then. I think she's like 33 now, 34, but like she's so bomb. And I was just like, oh, shoot. So I always think about that. So now my definition of success changed, right? It changed a lot. But my point is to you is that I need you to learn as you go and give yourself some grace. I'm going to keep saying that. Give yourself some grace and enjoy the journey because it's a journey, okay. Business is up and down. Being a solo esthetician is up and down. Let me slow days, good days, great days, bad days, slow. It's going to happen, but you have to already accept that and know that's going to happen. And you can't beat yourself up. That's it. Um, my next mistake is following what other estheticians were doing and using. Okay, <laughs> in the beginning, right? I'm sure for you guys, but for myself, um you still figuring out yourself, right? Especially if, it, if you're a new SD. you're figuring things out. You're trying to figure out what works for you, what works for your clients. And for me, I spent a lot of money because I was buying the things that they were using, doing. I was buying the things that they was that I seen that worked for them based on your, their their before and after. I'm like, oh, what they using? Oh, let me get that too. Oh, they use that pill. I'm buying that too. So I spent a lot of money, right? And um, I waste a lot of money because I was trying to figure things out, but during the pandemic, I had to I had a lot of time. I'm of course like everyone else. I had a lot of time to figure things out. And when I came back and reopened my business, I came back with new products, new services, and I pretty much perfected what I wanted to deliver to my clients and not follow what other people were doing, because what may work for someone else may not work for you. Like you have, like for me, I there was certain a certain line that I was carrying because I saw there was another esthetician of color using it and I'm like oh she looks like she's successful Ooh, let me get what she, you know let me carry that in here in me mean, in my shop and i did and i hated the line but i carried it and i was like so when the pan, um, pandemic came i was like i am getting rid of this line i don't love it i don't use it why am i selling it why am i using it so all that to say is you want to figure out what you love don't look at what somebody else is doing and that's what's going to make you different from any other solo esthetician or esthetician period you have to set the bar for yourself okay it may be a little hard beginning because you're still figuring things out but you're gonna figure it out I'm, i want you to figure it out <laughs> okay my next mistake is being afraid to say no and mean no without giving any explanation and not being afraid of divorcing from a client that was a lot i know but i don't know if this is right or wrong to some people but what i mean by saying no like you got to say no and mean it because people will walk run you over and especially if you're a solo esthetician they're gonna try to like oh i know that's your price but can i pay this can i pay that oh like mm, can i get that product and pay you next week nah mm -mm, no and there's some clients that would, no i need you to mean no say no mean what you say divorce your clients if you have to and what i mean by divorcing your clients i mean basically telling the client like they can't book with you anymore Okay, because all money is not good money. Mm, I would turn a client, someone away with a quickness because you know what? My peace is more important to me. The worst thing is to work a full day and feel emotionally drained and disrespected by someone. Someone that you don't even know. You're here to like service somebody and help them out, but they're disrespecting you and coming with an attitude and all that. I'm, I'm a little passionate about this because I, I, I've experienced this in the past. So yeah, <laughs> we don't play here. Well, at least I don't play here. And um, I'm very professional. I love my clients. And I appreciate everyone that supported my business. But when you have a challenging client for no reason and just giving you a hard time and mean and nasty and just not a nice person and giving you hard times, you need to divorce them. You need to divorce them. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. So that's my suggestion to that. Um, But, and another thing is, estheticians i don't want to i don't want to generalize that but people don't like to share information and what i mean by share information i don't mean like oh telling me like where you who's your vendors and all of that um where you you get your products from i don't mean like that you know for me i like to share information i want to help people right but Some people will give you the bare minimum information. It's almost like pulling teeth from someone. Like, can you help me? Like, I need help. I'm a soul esthetician. I'm trying to figure things out. You know, like people don't want to share information. They will help you a little bit, right? But they don't want you, they don't mind you doing good, but they don't want you doing better than them. And I'm not trying to be negative or anything like that, but I've seen it, I experience it. Like, people are like, you know, rough shoulders with you, be your bestie, your bestie-estie. But the moment, like, they see you doing better than them or whatever the case may be, they start to act funny, right? So, all that to say is it is good to have someone because you need someone to be like hey i had this situation with a client and i don't know what to use on her skin she had this skin condition or i'm not really sure about this ingredient have you used it before that's what i mean like having that support is important it's very important so yeah i'm talking about this because i experienced it and um you just got to, being a solo esthetician, you got to figure it out. That's it. If you have somebody that you can rely, you can call on, then that's amazing, okay? And um, that's pretty much, oh, I have one more mistake that I have made, and that is not having boundaries. You have to have boundaries, so set them early in your career, please. Whatever those boundaries are, like, you have to... You have to like have them. You have to set them early because the worst thing is to switch up on your clients and on people, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" Especially on your day ones, you switch up on them all these policies and all these things, or prices, whatever the case may be, that turns people away. So whatever, however you want to run your business as a solo attention, you just set them from the beginning. You have to know yourself and know what you can tolerate and. Continue your education, okay. Don't follow what nobody is doing. You be the best that you can be, the best. If you if you have someone in the industry that you admire, hit them up. Like, hey, do you have training? Do you have this? Can I? Can you be my mentor? Like, take advantage of these things. But you need the support. You need the support. But now, don't don't try to like take. All this information because people charge too. Like I go to school to learn a lot of stuff that I learned, so for, I wouldn't just be giving out free information. And I, that's not me being selfish, but some people pay a lot of money to continue their education and and have the knowledge and, and you know that they have. So all I'm saying is, again, it goes back to have grace with yourself. Being a soul esthetician takes some time. It's a journey. Enjoy the journey. Learn from it. Perfect your craft. And be that boss chick. Period. So that's all for today. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in every single week. I hope the information I shared today was helpful. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the day spa. If you have any feedback, comments, please do share. It's really helpful. And I'll talk to you next week. Toodles.